Here we go. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Well, not quite broadcasting, but right now there's about 1.5 million of these to choose from. And yet, you want to make one too. I got the idea for this podcast from a friend. Some things are hard, some things are very easy. Now more easier than ever to do this. It was originally called audio blogging. But in this episode, we're going to talk about how you too can make your very own personal podcast. All the ins and outs and do's and don'ts on Street Curb Curiosity. (laughs) So you want to make your very own podcast. You know what? I think that's actually a really a tremendous idea. You get to meet some interesting people, make some new friends, get to talk about the shit you want to talk about. But we're going to get into the ins and outs of that on this podcast today. First, a little history and some stats. You know, this audio fund started back in the 1980s. Radio on the internet started in the early 90s, and you know, kind of then you had to download the complete audio file, and then you had to pull it up and listen to it. And so people were recording their own shows, then kind of posting them on websites, and then you had to download the the audio file and then listen to it on an audio player. Today, it's a little bit easier than that. Well, the idea for this podcast, as I mentioned, it kind of hit me after listening to a podcast that I was actually a guest on. It's a show called Your Message Received by a very good friend of mine, a guy by the name of John Duffin of Duffin Media. You can find his podcast and the one I'm talking about in the show notes of this show, plus on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and a couple of other places you can listen to podcasts, but more, more about that later on. Some stats, as I said, 90% of podcast listening is done at home. You know, I always felt this way. Some of my former co-workers disagree. Like, you know, people listen to podcasts while commuting. That's They want to take that time, and they're in their car, they're on the train. I'm throwing the bullshit flag on that one. Their, their ish is, for the most part, they lived in a big city like New York City, and it's the New York City bubble. You know, life is different there. And you know, listening at home, well, no, I'm A, I'm never home, and B, I'm busy. But per the stats, nine out of ten of us listen to podcasts at home. There's also a fairly robust audience while you're driving as well, too, which also kind of makes sense. More men than women listen to podcasts, 56% to 44% of the, of the listener base. And if you're average, like me, well, maybe I'm below average, but if you're average, like me, you subscribe to six different shows. Podcast listeners may listen up to seven different shows, so you listen to the stuff you subscribe to and then pick up one other one on a, on a weekly basis, I guess. 93% listen to all or most of each podcast, and I think that's pretty true. Here's an interesting stat. 19% of listeners to podcasts actually increase the speed. Yeah, you can increase the speed by one time, one and a half times, two times. You can actually slow it down as well, too. I actually just started doing this to a few shows because, A, I want to listen to an entire show, But I've started listening to certain shows while I'm working out. So if I want to do a 40-minute workout, how do I listen to a 60-minute podcast? Well, I I play it at 1.5 speed, and everything fits in perfectly. And the kind of shows that are the most popular, comedy, education, news, I guess this show is kind of screwed. (laughs) So, So what do you need to do to do a podcast? Well, one, you need an idea. The tech part, if you're listening to this show you pretty much already have everything you need to get started. The idea part, that's actually the really hard part. So we're going to start with the easier part first, the tech side. 
You could record on your phone or on your laptop, your computer. I use an external microphone. I bought it on Amazon. There's, there's a lot to choose from there. You can spend thousands and thousands of dollars if you want to. Professional equipment, mixers, expensive mics, sound dampening for the room that you're recording in. You know, you see those little funny cones hanging in the walls. That's to actually dampen the sound so it sounds more uh, robust, I guess. I am actually sitting at my kitchen table doing this podcast, and you'll hear a little bit of room ambiance. Ambience. I, I kind of like that sound, and I am not spending the extra money to hang rug on the wall to you know to dampen it down. Some don't do that. Some do. Plus, there's lighting, offices. Surprisingly, the new phones and laptops that are out these days have amazing microphones built into them. If you listen to the show that I referenced earlier, the podcast I was on with John Duffin from Duffin Media, uh, my voice was recorded right through my laptop microphone. I use a MacBook Air, by the way. This show being recorded on that very same laptop, but as I said, with a microphone plugged in. And uh, you sit there, you record your audio file, and then, and then you save it. But then what the hell do you do? What do I do with a file now? Well, there are a handful of podcast hosting companies. Yes, there are companies out there that you give them your audio file, and they kind of put it out into the world for you. I mean, yes, you can put the audio file on your own website. But if you, you know, you kind of want to go to where all the podcasts are, you go to one of the apps or websites that actually has a, a repository of all the of all the podcasts. There's Stitcher, Podbean, SoundCloud, Simplecast, Podcast People, Spreaker. Anchor, which is the owned by Spotify, by the way, or th those are a few of the names, all feature pretty much the same kind of do's and don'ts and the abilities and, and features, like recording right on their web portal or on their app. You can pay. There, there are some charging services, or you can go the free route. The fees provide some extra features, more storage space, and some actually have some extra stuff like artwork they can help you supply, theme music, and some other support that is built up around your show. I personally use Anchor. And I use the free service from Anchor. You can record right into their website. But I do something a little different. I, I'm doing an endorsement here for Anchor, basically, but I'm doing it for free. So you know there is no bullshit factor involved here. I think Anchor uh, has a great product. Uh, I enjoy using it. I am not that smart. It's easy to use. Uh, and you're listening to a podcast built on it right now. I record in GarageBand on the Apple laptop. I upload it to Anchor, which then in turn posts the show to seven different platforms, including Apple, which is the largest podcast portal. Uh, the stats, about half of the listening to this show happen on Apple, 97% in the United States. The remainder of the listening of this show happens in Canada, Germany, Israel, India, Vietnam, a couple of other countries too. I went for a really unique experience in building this podcast. I taught myself GarageBand. Yeah, how do I record the show? You know, How do I edit it? I wrote and actually recorded the theme music as well too that you heard earlier. I took my own photos for the artwork and totally produced all this crap all by myself. Uh, you know what? It's fun. I enjoy doing it. That's why I do it. I record it. I load it into the website. I put some show notes out there and outline of what the topic is going to be. And poof, thanks to Anchor, it's out in the world for people like you to listen to. I also promote the show on social media, places like LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, a couple of other places too. It gives me a chance to talk about what's on my mind, what's got my interest. 
Uh, and it's kind of like sitting around having a beer with a friend and you know saying my piece. And thank you again, by the way, for joining the conversation here today. I hope this is helpful for you and will push you a little bit further into doing your own podcast. So now, okay, the hard part? Let's talk about the hard part. The hard part is the idea and keeping that idea going. It's really not that easy. People give up uh, pretty quick, as a matter of fact. Only about 18% of all of the podcast shows out there have posted a new episode in the last three months. Just 18%. A lot of people do it for a little while, and you know, it's, it's like forming a new habit. Either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it, and people give up after a while. And if you're, if you're thinking about doing it for the money, well, good luck to you. Only a handful of people really make money from podcasting. I mean, there are, as I said, 1.5 million episodes out there in the world. There's roughly eight, 900,000 different shows. Shows like Rogan, Ben Shapiro, The Daily, Stuff You Should Know, maybe Seth Godin. Those people have enough of an audience to actually generate money. It's normally paid uh, by advertising on a cost per thousand basis. And you might get paid $15 every time your podcast is listened to by a thousand people people. The average podcast has uh, maybe about 150 listens. So you can see the gap between making money and not making money. Many podcasts are actually used to promote something else. You'll notice a lot of TV hosts have their own podcast. That's why. They're promoting what they're doing in TV. People on radio also do their own uh, promotion on their radio for their radio shows with podcasts. You know, developing and promoting and selling podcasts. That's what I originally did in my former career. I know the drill. It's not easy. It's a it's a really a tough putt. You got to want to do it because you want to do it. But back to the idea. You can write it out. Some people write out every word for their podcast. Some people just turn on the microphone and start recording and boom, start rambling and off you go. Your show can be about anything. And totally different all the time. Like I mentioned, the the, the Rogan show. Rogan's probably got one of the largest podcast audiences on the planet, but his show is different all the time. It's him, but like I said, his show is different all the time. He has a different guest on. It could be about politics. It could be about sports. He'll have another comedian on, you know, a hooker from Vegas. But Rogan is one of the most unique podcasts out there because it's him. This podcast here, it's all about weird things that I see in our daily lives. So there is kind of sort of a theme, but it's different every episode. We talk about different topics all the time. What would your topic be? What's your idea? Whatever it is, you got to sit down and do the hard work. You got to write it out. It could be bullet points. It could be written word for word, you know, just a a topic header and you kind of ramble, but you really do have to do that part of the work. It takes a long time for me to storyboard this podcast. Seriously, first thing I realized is it takes a lot of time to fill up time talking. The very, very first podcast I recorded a couple of months ago, I sat down, I wrote it out. Uh, and it was all bullet points, and I thought, oh, okay, this is, th- yeah, this is, this is good, and God, it, it, it might even be too long. Well, then I recorded it, and I thought, this is great. There was some research, there were some jokes, there was some trivia, and it ended up being about six minutes. I went back for more info just to be able to drag it out to like 10 minutes long. It's tough to fill the time because you're basically talking to yourself 
and you're projecting out like you're talking to somebody, like you're listening, uh, and you got to have something to talk about. You know, you just can't sit there and go, um, 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 you know, you got to fill it up. You know, for example, you take a show like Ben Shapiro's. Forget whether or not you like his politics or not. doesn't really matter. That guy does a show every weekday. And every show is an hour long. Let me tell you, my friend, that is very, very hard work. My favorite podcast, I mentioned a few of them already, Stuff You Should Know. It's a show all about different stuff and how it works, like you know anything from how a, a beaver builds a dam to a nuclear reactor to you know uh, why do sheep do what they do. Two guys by the name of Josh and Chuck do the show. Seth Godin's show, Akimbo. It's a marketing and personal achievement show. Um, he's got facts and trivia, stuff that I really love. And Seth, he is just incredibly inspirational. I do like Ben's show. Plus, there's two female comedians who do a show that's called um, Guys We Effed, uh, Corinne and Christina. They do jokes and they interview other comedians. They offer some relationship advice. It really, really is a funny show. I love their stuff. There's also a real geek show called Mac Power Users with David and Steven. It's real geeky. It's all about Apple products, and I am glued to what those guys talk about all the time. Another show, Freakonomics with Steven Dubner. It's a real compelling show filled with a lot of facts. It's all, uh, different topics all the time, uh, you know, whether about the government or politics or business. Stephen does a tremendous job on that show. For me, left-wing, right-wing, marketing, trivia, all that kind of stuff, that is my personal cup of tea. Where to listen? Where did you find this show? Apple? Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon is getting into the act as well. All you need is the idea. You're already listening on something that you could record on. I gave you a couple of websites where you can have it uploaded, and poof, let's see if we can get your podcast off the ground too. So come on, what's your idea? And if you don't like doing it, come on. You know, if you run out of ideas, you just move on and stop doing it. But I don't think that's like you. The world needs to hear what's on your mind. Come on, do it. Share it, just like I did on this episode of Street Curb Curiosity.